We've reached three cup finals in four years, but we've lost three cup finals in four years. What side of the fence are you on? My name is Jarvey and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Hammy and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Well, I we lost the Rangers. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the more important matters. Paddy, you are a very broken hearts club member. What what <laughs> happened to you on Cup Final Day? Uh, other than the devastation of hearts losing, uh, I fell down a set of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got concussion at the moment. I've got a sprained knee and a possible fractured cheek as well. This just sounds like time off work to me. <laughs> none of them. None of them sound serious enough to be one. I know. I know. Just get on with it. <laughs> um, was uh, was alcohol consumed at time of incident? Yes. <laughs> How many jambo juices did you have? Uh, the last thing I remember drinking was a strawberry daiquiri. So, oh Christ! So, so you fell down the stairs. You, you then managed to get up into your flat, and then the next morning, what did you find in your flat? A cat. <laughs> uh, Paddy, do you have a cat? No. <laughs> have you have you seen this cat before? No. <laughs> have you seen this cat since? Aye, hovering around <laughs> my fucking flat. This <laughs> <laughs> bastard keeps trying to get into the fucking building. <laughs> I think it's your cat now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh well. Um... I, the funny thing is, Paddy, you've still not disgraced yourself as much as I did at the semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, did you... So how, Hammy, you drove these two boys there. Is that right? I did. I did indeed. It was a, it was a lovely wee journey through we had. Um, even the way back, it was it was all right. Um, it's part of the day. It was, it was a bit quieter. The music wasn't as pumping as it was on the <laughs> way through. But... Uh, <laughs> Ah, it was a hell of a lot easier than um, scrambling for trains. It seems like there was a lot of hassle as well, oh, so I'm there? glad we, we didn't. Fair enough. And uh, so you you've made kickoff and you saw Pyro. Did Cameron make kickoff? He did, Cameron yes. did make kickoff. He, he was coming up from York. He was delayed. His train got moved from going to Glasgow to Edinburgh. It sounded like a bit of a shit show, but... He did make um, kickoff and then ripped his TFO in half because um, he was a bit pissed. <laughs> By accident. He did do it on purpose, obviously. <laughs> he was a bit too um, eager with his uh, TFO and it split in half, but um, he still held it aloft. Oh, well. I thought he was just like anti all other hearts podcasts. <laughs> Who organised this? <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, that's good. Was he, was he fair buzzing to finally see a Pyro then, was it? Uh, yes, he was. He was very, very happy. Uh, <laughs> he was in a very good mood. Obviously, that soon changed. <laughs> uh, just well, say, good. like genuinely, when the just about five minutes before the teams came out, um, there was smoke bombs and flares going off everywhere. Everyone had completely forgot that the TFO was to go up as the teams came out, and they just went for it. But the atmosphere was incredible. Like, yeah. It was. Yeah. 
proper like like shaking. It was so good. Um, aye. And then that's as good as it got. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear that we won. We won the singing. Oh, oh I a mile. <laughs> Rangers fans were still hydrated from Seville. Hydrated, dehydrated from Seville. Um, oh, good. That's good. Um, I well, I was uh, at a wedding. I wasn't at the game. Listener, I was, you, you're well aware from yeah. Uh, to be fair, Cameron. So he travelled down to York to go on a stag do on Friday. Uh, he had a night out in York, then got trains right back up to go to the cup final, and then he went back to York. Oh, today that he went back to York, he came out for drinks with us on on Saturday. Oh, he, I he went back to York for a family trip. Oh. Oh, the guy's calendar is just so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the season's over. Eh? He could just could not get away quick enough. <laughs> um, aye, fair play, well done, Cameron. Um, but I, I'm glad to hear all that. Um, but so we're obviously going to talk about the cup final, and we thought that the best place to start was probably Jambles' kickback, and we'd kind of build on it from there. <laughs> so, Hammy, we'll go over to you now. <laughs> talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. I will quickly go through some of the opinions, both absolutely wild and some a bit more closer to being correct. Um, thinking about the team, um, just saying, bit shit, our best outfield player is going to them and our other best player is the goalie. The rest just don't excite me or do enough for me going forward. Europe is going to be fun. At least five tactically astute signings are needed. Move on a lot as well. Um, another one agrees with a lot of what's been said, except he'll not be having Boyce giving, getting more than a six out of ten for his display. He busted gut today despite carrying some niggles, but far too many times he has he was slow in releasing a ball or assisting Sims up top. His season, in a nutshell, was today's performance. Boys did get a, quite a lot of stick. Um, see all the people ripping Atkinson. You do realise he was left two-on-one or part of a three-on-two almost all game. Yeah, Maybe not yeah. apparent on TV, but the boy was stick or twist all game and gave his absolute all. Hard at the office, but he can hold his head up. And Alan says, I'll keep it simple. Janelli has the heart of a mouse and showed his character when he made a half-hearted attempt at closing Jack's goal down. Utter shite bag. Atkinson was awful all day and was a yard off pace from the first whistle, then ultimately gifted them the game. The end. We'll never get a better chance of beating them at Hamden. Disappointed to say the least. Another one says, Boyce plays like he has high heels on. Legs have gone, unfortunately. Um, I'll keep it simple. Craig Gordon is an actual god. Atkinson will never be able to defend that well, in my opinion, but he was in a tough situation yesterday, dealing easily two-on-one most of the time. Overall, though, I don't think he's good enough. Cochrane, he's done with us. Um, I wish him no ill well, but we shouldn't extend his deal. Suter going to them is a devastating blow. He's a level above most of them. Janelli can fuck off. Another one says, I thought Atkinson did well, considering he was up against Kent and Bassey on his own. Someone says, Devlin, not his day. The wee man tried hard, but without any end result. Gave the ball away far too often 
after he won it due to the lack of support from the midfield to pass to. Even Barry Mackay couldn't get away from getting slaughtered. Watch Mackay this season. He is an adrenaline player who, when good, is brilliant, but when bad, he is downright awful. Thankfully, we have seen mostly the good Barry, but today he was poor. Mind you, he had little assistance throughout the game. For me, Barry Mackay is an intelligent and creative player. He is an asset to the team. With that said, he is not a big game player. I've never seen him play well against the old firm. And if I'm being honest, I'm concerned about his future performances, especially in Europe. It's a bit of a conundrum. Another one says the Huns doubled up on him and that's credit to him because he's a threat. We need to find another creative midfielder to give the opposition someone else to worry about. Mm. Basic stuff. Doesn't make Barry weak or a shit player. And of course, Nielsen. Someone went a bit mental about Nielsen saying as a five-year plan for Hearts to compete with the old firm. (laughs) (laughs) Nielsen then hands Andy Halliday a two-year contract. Nielsen wants to keep Woodburn. Nielsen wants Shankland and Forrest. What the fuck is that about? Craig Gordon needs backup and nothing said. Hart's end to the season has been one of the worst ever. So now it's a five-year project. What a bloody joke. I could go on and on, but you get the idea. Uh, but then someone says, can someone please tell me where the next level is that Robbie can't reach? As I'm a big dreamer as the next fan, but we are not winning the title anytime soon. The cup is our Everest. And unfortunately, the big Yetis have been waiting for us the last three finals. Hopefully next season, we'll plant the flag. And another one says, you're on drugs if you expected us to win, even though all the evidence suggests it was highly unlikely. Hope for the best is what most folk were doing, including Robbie Nielsen. Those who expected to win are the ones stating we should have gone for it and are having a tantrum. It went on and on. In um, that, that vein, everyone's very upset. Um, Robin Nielsen getting a lot of stick for the tactics um, and the way that we played, which was, let's be honest, awful. Is your head all right after that, Paddy? That was a, a lot of words. <laughs> From a man with concussion. Like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just could have fallen sideways a wee bit. Everybody got stick for that. Everybody. Yeah, that's uh, a lot to, to take in there. Oh, Hammy, there's a, a lot to, to digest from that. That kickback's exactly where I thought it would be. <laughs> In the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, Barry Mackay even getting it. Aye. I mean, I actually thought we played quite well. <laughs> <laughs> um are you able to break it down, Hammy? What was the, the kind of topics from that there? If you've got in front of you, I feel like I should have been taking notes. So the really they started off with Boyce getting a lot of um of stick. Now, in my opinion, it might not be the same with yours, um, but I thought Boyce had a good first half. Um there wasn't a lot coming off for him, but he was doing a hell of a lot of work there. Hmm. Um, up top on his own, clearly not fit, and then he obviously ended up having to go off as well. He took a bit of a sore one, like in the middle of the pitch, and then he didn't really seem to recover for that. But I thought boys had a good game. Um, just very isolated up top with Sims as well. Aye. I mean, I'll say I, I only seen the first half before I had to leave uh, to go to our wedding. 
and I thought Boyce played very well. I thought the, the thing is, you think Calvin Bassey had like such a good game, uh, even better as the game went on, as I understand it, yep. that fucking Boyce and Sims were struggling. But I felt Boyce looked really calm and composed and he was just trying to patiently feed balls through, trying to get shots away. Um ultimately Rangers closed this out we didn't even have a shot on target for 120 minutes of football um, aye, first half I thought Boyce done reasonably well um, then it was a bit of a pile on on Natty Atkinson um, funnily enough didn't hear the Natty Atkinson song at Hamden because he was just getting pummeled all all day they were they were coming down I think it was um Bassey and Kent yeah. down that side were just doubling up on him constantly and just doing a really simple overlap, like like an overlap that you would see primary school kids doing or high school kids being able to pull off. And it happened, it just constantly seemed to happen every single time. We never countered it. So I had a game with the Atkinson stuff, I feel that he didn't have a great game, but I'd, I'd, you'd struggle to have a good game there if you're you know, outnumbered constantly yeah. throughout the entire yeah. 120 minutes as well. We did bring, because we had Haring and, and Devlin sort of chasing shadows in the middle a lot, trying to come out. And then you had John Shooter getting pulled out of position to try and counter that. And it, it just worked so effectively for Rangers. And it was, it was a pain in the arse. And again, I don't think he had a great game, but... I think the tactics were more to blame for that. Um, oh, you sound like starting to sound like a Nielsen out man. <laughs> well, um, in Devlin again, I don't think he had a great game. I don't think that the game was hmm. it was that one. So he was copping a bit of stick. The Australians just didn't do well on kickback this week at all. Um, there was somebody actually saying we should let them both go back to Australia. Um, <laughs> as it is, obviously. Um, Peter Harrings was getting called as slow as a week in the jail. I never mentioned him because it was possibly his last game for Hearts, so let's leave him out yeah. And then Mackay. Yeah, Mackay, probably one of our best players this season, is um, now possibly not good enough for us next season, which is odd, but there you go. And then it, it obviously ended up with um, uh, Nielsen and his tactics, um, which I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more into. Um, Come on, Nielsen separately. But yeah, like I, I say, none of, other than John Suter, funnily enough, um, no player and Gordon, sorry, no player got um, away from any criticism. Hmm. That sounds very similar to the the Twitter timeline, which I tried to kind of <laughs> scroll back through, and by the time when they'd finished, to see what what had happened. Um, do, do, are you kind of all in agreement? Atkinson it sounds like there wasn't much he could do really scapegoat uh, I think he could have done better he wasn't great and then going forward he was pretty fucking terrible to be honest with you but like I said he got no help at the back um, yeah. and it was just easy for Rangers I think the problem as well was Haring got an, a yellow card that he shouldn't have like wasn't a yellow card so early on that Haring could, couldn't going for tackles really and you could see that for a lot of the game so he was going across but not able to do anything as well he's also really slow and like Kent and Bassey were just fucking destroying them both hmm. not the best <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go very well did it nope uh, 
So Cami Devlin was the only kind of surprise start starting player. He wasn't in, he was the only player that wasn't in our predicted starting <clears throat> 12 that we named last week. So we <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> um, all right, we got 11 out of 12 right for a starting 11. That's not bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I genuinely listening back I genuinely named 12 players thinking that was 11 as well not even denying that there was any confusion <laughs> so you all agreed so you are also to blame we're all old <laughs> uh, getting old getting old we're too excited in that um, but I Cammy Devlin came in which meant Halliday missed out what was it like when Halliday got subbed on what was the atmosphere like he didn't do anything um, I don't really remember. Obviously, everyone clapped. Boyce, it was the last um, last sort of input of his season. Um, was and I, I think um, everyone was a bit... came on for. No, it was Liam Boyce. Oh, was it right? Okay, which in itself is a weird sub to me. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone thought, oh, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna maybe add an extra one in midfield. We're maybe gonna move about. We're gonna change formation. Nah, but uh, how they just came on at like right wing. <laughs> yeah, well, Nielsen got asked about that post match. And he said he said something like, "I just felt that um, Halliday offered something, considering Calvin Bassey." I was like, "What? He's a fucking defensive midfielder slash left left back." Aye, so aye. Um, I don't know. We'll come to it, but I just don't fucking get most of the substitutions. To be fair, hmm. but when you look at the bench, you think, well, what options do they have? But even then, he still fucked it up. But <laughs> yeah. Hell, uh, we played in Almaroon. That was nice. Yeah, I liked when we done all white when we played at Ibrox. Mind when we had second secured mm-hmm. Romanov here last game of the season, and like even if they beat us, we'd still finish second by a point. And we played all white like Real Madrid. The last five-year plan. <laughs> the last five-year plan. Ronaldinho in the Champions League. To be fair, if. If it wasn't for Interpol, Vlad probably would have won us the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> if he just was allowed to just do what he wants. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, what about in the first half? Uh, Ella Sims hitting the post. That could have changed the game yeah, entirely. Could have scored that. Like, come, you definitely should have scored that. Mm. Yeah, talking about no shots on target kind of makes it seem like we had no chances. There was two, maybe three, that I can think of where you probably expect us to to yeah. do a bit better. But um, I, you've got to, got to take these moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so my timeline was half-time I had to go. As soon as half-time whistle went, taxi, 3.45, boof, out the door. And <laughs> I, I couldn't, like the ceremony had started like as the second half had started and by the time it finished, I was very busy trying to stop a baby from crying and not ruining a, a wedding ceremony. That I didn't know what was happening until someone had said to me, well, the game's went into extra time. And then five minutes later, somebody told me hearts were getting beat 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much it. Aye. Aye. I was like, what? Um, so I, like on paper, you would have took Rangers, just played 120 minutes midweek, you take them in extra time, no, no. When I found out, I was like, fucking hell. Delighted with that. Surely Nielsen's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve now and we'll 
Go and take <laughs> them. Honestly, we Jarry. All each other at full time. We can't play like we've just played <laughs> an extra time, and we played <laughs> exactly the same as we played for the ninety minutes. There was only there was only one team that looked like they had just played one hundred and twenty minutes in yeah. Seville, and it certainly wasn't the fucking Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> It was quite obvious that the team were playing for a draw because the the last forty minutes of the the ninety minutes and the last forty minutes. I I swear to God, it's like they came out half time, maybe had a wee bit of go, and then just everyone in the box, everyone defending the box. It was embarrassing. And I understand if you're wanting to do that and then maybe go for it for the last five minutes in the ninety. And take a chance, but you cannot just fucking sit back and hope that they don't score. No, no, in a cup final, no, the third, but the third best team in Scotland by a country mile shouldn't he be playing these negative tactics? No, like, can't a, he be setting up like I've seen a good tweet saying, Does Nielsen know you can't get a point in a cup final? <laughs> <laughs> and does Nielsen know he can barely get a fucking point against the old firm at the best of times? Well, we will come to that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, every listener, um, one hundred percent certain, watch the game, or you know, as, you know, there's nothing really else to go through it. I, you would have thought Rangers would have been tired, but they weren't. They, <laughs> they were. I, I, I think it did really show the gulf in in the squads that they were able to bring on, um, Fashion Sakala, Glenn Kamara. Um, Ryan Jack, all international players, and we mm-hmm. brought on Gary McKay Stephen, <laughs> Josh, Josh Janelli, Andy Halliday, and out of position as well. It's not like we put these guys on and put them in a position to succeed. Mm-hmm. And Aaron McInef, I see featured as well. He is an international, though. <laughs> mm. Did get a beat wee buzz when he came on. Uh, Again. Cameron suddenly burst. Oh, Here's the tattoos coming, but um, oh, yeah, I want no, to no. say we were 2 0 down by this point, so uh, so what's the fucking point? So, added McInef was the, the trick up the sleeve. Aye. <laughs> Go and score yourself a hat trick, Aaron. Probably looked at Robbie like, fucking cheers, mate. I just <laughs> got sick, I got sick at Craig Gordon just booting the ball. Up to Ellis Sims, who would win the header. He'd often win the knockdown. He'd do really well, just for no one to be around him and everyone else still defending the box, even though we've just had a goal kick. Mm-hmm. The only time we had the ball in the second half and extra time was when we were taking a goal kick. <laughs> That's it. That's the only time we had the ball. Terrifying. Eh? And Rangers took the piss that much. They subbed on Alan McGregor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top to your part, to be fair. How confident they were that you know we had nothing. They played 120 minutes in a space of in two games in the space of three days, and they had enough subs left and no no worried enough that they subbed their keeper in the last minute. Great job, Hearts. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Um, well, yeah, Mr. Robbie Nielsen said post game. Like we touched on from kickback, that we we just need to keep improving. Um, and yeah, the season is over. Keep improving. What <laughs> well, are you talking about? This is him speaking about improving uh, over the next five years. Like kickback spoke about, he spoke extensively about it. Speaking about building a squad which will challenge Celtic and Rangers or at least close that gap. We've heard Joe Savage talking about it as well. Um, 
to get there, we're going to need to consistently finish third, play in Europe, obviously for the financial aspect of that, and also to attract players to the club. Um, I think this season, yeah, we, we've won third. And if you look at the average points for the last like five years, we still would have got third in a division with a good Aberdeen, with a good Hibs. But we have been very fortunate <laughs> this year with how rubbish everyone else has been. Yeah. Um, I do I do still think we had a fantastic season. We just got promoted. We just finished third and got to another uh, That spot. just got promoted arguments pushed away. <laughs> We've still, <laughs> got like the, still got like the third biggest wage bill in Scotland. Uh, it was like fourth or fifth, actually. Aye. But still, we're Aye, but that's because we've got five anyway. players. <laughs> the <laughs> average wage is more. probably just third. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's their plan. They're talking about five years. But I've got to say, I didn't really like Nielsen's tone post-match. He sounded very passive almost like he wasn't surprised that we just got beat he said things like oh well when you look at their depth you know he was making comments like that he basically sound like he was like i he should have just said i we got played off the park today i'm not I, surprised I, I agree with everything he said in the context of a game where we've actually gone out and given it a go rangers are beatable they have lost games this season to worse teams than we exactly yeah but it's like it's not just that, like, 98, we beat Rangers in a cup final, and their team had, like, Paul Gascoigne and fuckers like that in it. <laughs> Aye. So I mean, I had Gary Locke in it. Excuse. <laughs> it is just about the, the sort of... It was just... What was the point? Like, what was the aim there? Like, mm-hmm. were you... I understand if you were trying to hold on to maybe nick a goal in the last minute, but as soon as extra time comes, you can't think like that because you've got half an hour. As soon as they score, you are fucked. Yeah, and then as soon as they did score, everyone knew that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we started, we did start the game really well. Like we did really press them. Um, but you know, you've got boys. Boys never trained all week, apparently. You know, so that pressing is only going to last so long. I appreciate that. But fucking, it sounds to me like boys coming off and Halliday coming on and going up playing as a ten. It sounds like. He'd fucking gave up or lost his mind. <laughs> like, Aye. Insane. My, Barry Mackay got subbed off when it was 0-0 against Rangers. Um, Aye, I think so, uh, yeah. It was 0-0. It was, yeah, it was yeah he was still in the 90 minutes, eh? What is that about? Um, you taking Barry Mackay off? Who else has been creating goals for us? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I, I've defended Nielsen a bit this season, but this is his fault as well. Like, He's the one that wanted the smaller... The smaller group of players and it's just backfired we need more depth mm-hmm. you can't be playing a player that's in a cup final that's not trained all week doesn't work mm-hmm. oh, feels yeah. like feels like the perfect perfect opportunity I understand that Boyce is one of our better players and obviously you want him on the park but if it is true that he didn't train all week and we know that Rangers overrun us in midfield every time we play them exactly Sticking in our centre mid, start Halliday in centre mid for the beginning, mm-hmm. and you can sort of build for there. And then have yeah. McKay running off Sims. It was all reactive. It was all reactive stuff for Nielsen, and he don't think he really had a clue what he was doing. He tried to justify bringing Halliday on, oh, because he's rapid. He's a left back, but he's hardly a one who can fucking catch players like Calvin Bassey and Ryan Kent. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I and I know I don't. I feel like this isn't reactive. Like we're not being like fucking. 
oh, we want Nielsen out here. <laughs> I mean, but this I is like, where you need to improve. Aye, this is where he needs to improve. And I think there's a lot of podcasts and a lot of Hearts commentators will will say that they'll be defending Nielsen here at this point and say, well, it has been a good season. We still finished third. We just got promoted. But he still needs criticism. Um, and I personally think, talking about five-year plans, I would be concerned if Robin Nielsen was our manager come year five, if we'd built a squad to that level. Because we spoke about it before, managers need them improved as well, as well as players on the park. Mate, um, if, if we are playing like that in Europe and we get pumped out of Europe like that, shouldn't it be the manager after Christmas? Well, Hammy, what happened in Cyprus under Nielsen last time? Was it Cyprus? It was Cyprus, wasn't it? Was it Cyprus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only remember Burkaraka. That was terrible. I think that was I've, his first season, though, wasn't it? Uh, I've defended Nielsen as well, but I'm sorry, but we, we go into Europe and play like that, we're going to get walked over by everybody, not just Europa League teams. Conference that concussion. You conference just said that. <laughs> that. That concussion, Paddy, you're repeating yourself, man. <laughs> oh, shame. Um, and the, the thing is with Europe, I'm, I'm not expecting us to go into a Europa group and a fucking Walker group and beat like decent teams, be like a, a Wolverhampton or someone. But I just don't want us to get embarrassed. Then I want us to actually go and attack. It'd be embarrassing if we play against a decent team like that and sit back and fucking bring off a 10 for a left back. Right. <laughs> There's, there's just the substance makes sense. The, the approach didn't really make sense. Um, I, we, I think that squad was nursing a lot of players through that game as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Craig, I mean Craig uh, Halkett. To be fair to him, you know he was meant to have a surgery, and he's not been training. Because he's been putting off his surgery till after the cup final, so he could play for us there. That's him now getting surgery, and now he'll get back in for pre-season. We hope. What a man. What a hero. Fuck John Sewer. <laughs> Fuck John Sewer. But to be fair, he was he was the hearts kind of player's man of the match by the sounds of it. Oh, him or Craig Gordon. Gordon. Uh, Craig Gordon was phenomenal, as always. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. So, like, fair play to John Sewer. Professional till the end. But I'm going to make this very clear. That is the last time I'll say anything nice about him again. <laughs> That's some fucked day. Eh? And I can't wait to be on next season. His goodbye was something else as well, eh? Heartfelt. Well, the, the goodbye uh, post on Instagram. <laughs> he is, I thought this, even it was the last game of the season, the players were doing the bock around the park, the, the lap of honour, and he wasn't really involved. And I looked at him and I thought, you still hate Hearts fans for everyone trolling your coffee shop. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's always going to have a bit of, bit of a bad taste in his mouth about his time at Hearts because all that because his coffee shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, it does taste like ass but what are you going to do you had do? it like I don't drink coffee I don't know <laughs> salacious rumours I know hey. <laughs> I'm all for criticism for him being an absolute Judas, but let's not attack the man's coffee business without giving it a fair shot. <laughs> Remember one of the comments, one of the reviews on TripAdvisor was that it tasted like snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> was this you, Jeremy? Nah, one was not me. Nah, I'm more of a Wikimedia troll myself. 
Wikimedia. <laughs> oh, Wikipedia. Long, long weekend and day. Um, so I that's that's Nielsen's five year plan. Uh, good luck. Um, but yeah, it was uh, mainly praising Rangers. Uh, yeah, three cup finals in four years with no trophies. Uh, do you look at this as a good thing or a bad thing with where we're at? Both. Yeah, it's good we nice. got to them. Yeah, nice getting to cup finals, but didn't get fuck off for getting to them unless you win it. So, you know, these will be long forgotten. Um, yeah, we should win them more. Yeah, that's what we should do. I mean, it's difficult when you've got Rangers and Celtic. Like, ultimately, it's it's doable, mm-hmm. but it, it is difficult because, well, apart from once or twice every decade, Rangers and Celtic will win the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. So what did we have? We had the the Celtic final. That was the Ryan Edwards final. Mm-hmm. Then we had the the lockdown final, the Ginelli final, which we yeah. should have won. I he think. came on and changed the game. We lost on penalties. And the Rangers final. How are we going to sum that one up? There's just nothing. There's not even a Hearts player to comment against it. The Calvin Bassey final. Yeah. Calvin, <laughs> that probably is. Yeah. Or the Nielsen Boo final. <laughs> um. Aye, that's what it is. I'm afraid. Um, Simon, over the course of the season, we played one of the Old Firm games. We, we played one of the two Old Firm. Ten times. We had one win. It started very well. One win. One draw. And eight defeats. Jesus. Yeah, that includes the League Cup and the Scottish Cup. Yeah, that's all, all competitions. Ten times. One win, one yep. draw, eight defeats. So, I, I thought... Is, is Nielsen maybe absolutely shite against the old firm? Because we always say like he needs to improve against the old firm. He needs to do better. So I thought, well, I'd see how the rest of the top six did. So there's four teams in the top six, not including the old firm. Ross County, Motherwell, Hearts and Dundee United. So I looked at all the results throughout the season against the old firm, only in the, the league. Um, and I made a table based on the points they attained from the old firm their goal difference against the old firm and the average possession they had against the old firm. It's quite interesting. Anyone want to take a guess in the, the order in terms of points gotten from the old firm throughout the season? Without uh, without Googling. Well, Who do you think got the most? Dundee United, I think. Motherwell. Right. Paddy, okay, cool. So, in, in last place, getting one point throughout the whole season against the old firm, was Ross County, who averaged averaged 20% possession against them and finished with a goal difference of minus 17. Now, this is eight league games. Eight league games. And then uh, second last, Motherwell, who tried their hardest and managed to attain two points the whole season with a goal difference of minus 22. They got absolutely walloped in some games. They got beat. <laughs> they got beat six one, four 0 three one, and six 0 Um, and they averaged thirty percent possession. Um, in second place, the runner up attaining four points against the old firm. And let me just remind you, as Javi just did, this was the first two old firm games of the season. They then lost six in a row. It's Hearts <laughs> with four points. <laughs> Or a goal difference of minus 13, but the best average possession with 40% average possession. 40, well. Not too bad. But in first, um, 
with five points accrued throughout the whole season against the Old Farm, a goal difference of only minus eight. They wow. only the most goals they conceded in one game against Old Farm was three, um, and in one, two, three, four, five, six games they conceded one goal or less. Wow! Wow, that uh, is impressive. They averaged thirty percent possession. But if you add up the whole top, top six accrued points against the old firm, they accrued 13 points. That's mad. Eh? The old firm dropped 13 points against the top six teams, well, the four best teams below them. Hmm. So it just shows you hearts aren't actually doing that bad against the old firm. Um, and maybe a reflection of this is what's happening all over world football. The rich clubs are getting richer. In fact, this is what's happening all over the fucking world in every walk of life. The rich are getting richer. <laughs> yeah. Poor people are getting poorer. And it's just no working. There's an imbalance in Scottish football and it's hyper, hyper vigilant today than it has ever been. Rangers and Celtic are miles ahead of everyone and mm-hmm. it's boring as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, really concerning. Go out and spend 30 million to win the league. No, but that, that's it, Paddy. Another 30 million there goes to Celtic. Automatic group stage football, and yeah, yeah the, the two of them yeah, yeah, just yeah. Keep getting richer, richer. They've been doing really well in Europe. The balance is coming together. Don't worry, we'll see those crumbs crumbling off that table soon enough. Don't you worry, <laughs> boys? Yeah, I do think. See with that table and the comparisons, Dundee United, Motherwell, Ross County. Again, it's been a one-off season. Aberdeen, Derek McInnes's Aberdeen. I'm sure had like not, not a fantastic record but I remember seeing some stats on it before and he done quite well and not not to say Hibs do well as well but it's been a, a weird season with them doing so shite as well I think it'll look different next season but we need to not compare ourselves to them now you know we've became fan owned the money getting pumped into the club from the fans is more than ever and goes up and up year on year we do need to separate ourselves from the rest of the pack establish third and try and get closer over time. Like, I know Nielsen's talking about a five-year project. I don't think he's the man to do it come year four and five, but we certainly need to keep building year on year and improving, at least peel away from the pack. It's possible. Bigger odds have been overcome in football, but um, you really, really need absolutely everything to align for them to have one of the worst seasons they've had in their history and for Hearts to have the best season they've had in their history. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is, it is a long shot, but aye, it's, it's where we've got to be striving towards. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking, how else could we do it? And I've got an idea. So say we qualify for the Europa League for the next four seasons in a row. What we could do is just not spend any of that money and then we spend it all at the same time going into the year five. <laughs> Yeah, but by the end of that year five, it'll be like plus minus four hundred million for like because we've just spent a fucking penny on any decent players. <laughs> no, but we, we maintain it that our current and coming out ones, and then everything else we we get in, we just uh, just keep on it, invest it as well. I'm sure uh, what's his pass, um, James Anderson can invest that money well. Put it all on red. Aye, put it all on red, our son. Get to get to Gentings. And then year five, we really go for it. We get getting Balotelli, Paddy, you know, really yeah. bloody go for it. 
Yeah, but it'll be it'll, it'll balance itself out when um, Celtic get their thirty million, Rangers play qualify for the group stages, get their thirty million, and we hopefully win one game and get our one million pound. <laughs> Brilliant! Yeah. Thanks, guys. Like to, like, I'd love us to challenge for the league, but I am I would be happy for for a few years with third every year, European jollies guaranteed every summer. But it's just normally the conversation is and the Scottish Cup and current, like you've just read out there, Simon, current record against Old Firm, record in cup finals now. You're, it's just less and less hope as you go. Ah, yes, it's crap. Um, it, it's, de- it's dead all day. Like, obviously, every every league has kind of a two horse race at most now, but we've kind of been dealing for this when well, we know last team won in the 80s, which is coming up. 40 years so yeah. fucking hell I know feeling old five, I think it was yeah who gives a fuck when it was it was in the 80s but it was it wasn't the us so who cares but aye um, far too long it's it's embarrassing and the SFA the problem really is it, it benefits the people in the SFA if Rangers and Celtic are at the top mm. so nothing will change Brilliant. and that's not like a, a, a like a um sort of conspiracy theory or anything it, it genuinely is well known that if Rangers and Celtic are doing well the SFA get more money oh yeah 100% um, I, there's a reason our voting terms are, are based on two objections aye calling the shots for the whole country of football yep aye, um, aye. That, that was the cup final let's leave it in the mud <laughs> um, some some news uh, I said there, Craig Halkett, he's delayed his surgery, so he could play the final. He made his uh, 100th cap against Rangers in the league and uh, his 101st in the cup final there. Um, and I think there's some stat like that we barely dropped a point or we barely, I don't think we lost a game or something when Halkett started this whole season. I <laughs> can only see that being true, but I think, he, <laughs> I think the stats are probably better with him in than without. I, like a, it's ridiculous. I can't mind exactly. It just I was going to write it down earlier, but I didn't. <laughs> That's um, not what you come here for. <laughs> don't come here for the hard facts, right? Um, but here's a fact for you. Last week, I said if I was a Hearts player, I'd be saying to Robbie, "Here, you give us all June off. Come back in right. July, train all July, and then we play our football again when we get in August." Well, the boys have broke up. That's that's them on their jollies now, 23rd of May, and they're back on the 21st of June. Perfect. Good for them. Just a bit. Eh? Uh, hate to see the state of some of them coming back for that first bleep test. Um, <laughs> <laughs> running in the sand. <laughs> to Gullen. Um, a Tuesday, because who likes Mondays? Eh? Um, and uh, looking ahead to next season, the Europa League are... Our playoff games. What is it again? Is it the 18th of August or something? Is it first leg? 18th and 23rd, yeah, I think. 18th. Uh, the draw for that playoff game is August the 2nd. 25th. So, mm. yeah, sorry, it's the, said, draw, oh, the 18th and 25th. Yep. And the draw for that game is August the 2nd. So you're getting about two weeks' notice. So, wow. passports and sunscreen sun, sun scream <laughs> at the ready. <laughs> Sure, Israel. <laughs> um, and no doubt by then this monkeypox business 
will have taken over and football will be shut down potentially, Hammy. Should we be concerned? <laughs> I would I would I'd certainly start buying bog roll now. It will get messy <laughs> soon. So get rid of that. Didn't they say that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it looks got some panicking. I got bog roll today. I'm just saying, I got a big pack of bog roll today. You're part of the problem, man. <laughs> Worst case scenario, old. just stick your ass in the shower. Like, it's <laughs> really not that fucking bad. <laughs> anyway, hearts, yeah. hearts, that's hearts in Europe. Um, Paddy, there's an ex jamble has taken over the hips job. <laughs> Who's smaller than Sean Maloney? Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> <even> <laughs> smaller man. Like those wee Russian dolls, just like. He's actually two jambos because Jamie McAllister's his assistant as well. So. Oh, that's right. Eh? Um, Another smaller? inside job. Another inside job. No, it's fine, Ron Gordon. We don't need to sign anyone. This squad is fine. <laughs> Transfer window. Slams closed. Here's my resignation. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, and I, that was all the news. It was obviously very much a cup final build-up week. Right, we had a friend coming up from York uh, for the semi-final. I won't name him. <laughs> but um, he was on the train. He was at the train station with, with Sunderland fans. And they were all saying that Lee Johnson is their least favourite manager they've ever had. And that's saying something about how fucking bad the managers at Sunderland have been. Oh. Did they, did they love Alex Neil as much as me? I think they quite love him. I seems to be doing quite a good job. Mm, they did a very busy weekend. They did get promoted, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. They did win that playoff final. Right. Alex Nielsen. Uh, Alex Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> Hybrid. Well, I need to go to my bed. <laughs> and die. Yeah, well, that, that was it. That was the, the cup final podcast. That was uh, unfortunately not as buzzing as I thought it could have been a week ago. <laughs> we we this if we had won that cup, we would be even worse today because the parade would have been yesterday. I had to yeah, yeah. Hangover pods are just not something we should be doing. Folk must listen to it and go, ah, I'm all right this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have their moments. They have their moments. It's normally a hungover podcast. Use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point to be fair. Yeah, especially you, Hammy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These two day hangovers. I feel fresh today, though. It's because um... your body's used to it now. <laughs> Just thinks it's water. We, um, Cameron made a very good point on the way back, actually. Um, if it's not sunny, we're not winning the cup. So when we get to the cup final next year, and if it's forecast for anything other than blinding sunshine, I'm not going. We, we only win it when it's sunny. You, you drink far too much. <laughs> <laughs> the Cameron was so drunk at that point, Hammy. Don't take advice of someone <laughs> that drunk. He, he may or may not have been jumping off, swinging it around, singing heart songs on Frederick Street at three in the morning. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. So if anyone saw that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh well um, but yeah the, the season's over but the podcast season isn't quite over yet next week we're going to be looking back at our season long predictions um, which is always I think it's my favourite podcast of the year outside of the Christmas quiz 
Um, and we'll also go through um, all the bets that I've lost this season. <laughs> um, all the money that I'll be making its way to, to other podcast members, thanks to Mr. Boyce and Mr. Pollock. Um, so, but yeah, keep, keep an eye on our social medias this week as we'll need your votes on certain awards. Uh, and you can follow us as ever at hearts underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, bye. I think uh, I think that's us, boys. So thank you, Padman Productions, for putting all this together. Um, and I tune in last week for the last one until pre-season. Cheerio. <laughs>